Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is already the 18th of April. We have Easter on Sunday, which is a really late Easter, and then I guess the school, everyone's off today or tomorrow on Good Friday, so it's going to be a busy weekend. But happy Easter to everyone coming. I just have been working so much that I was reminded yesterday that it was Easter, and we are going to be done, I think, tomorrow with all this filming, all these photos, all these um, stories that got put on tape. I mean... It's amazing what's happening, absolutely amazing. And at the same time, normally I wake up and I'm up and running and I am like almost coma. I can just sit here and not move and not talk for probably a week at this point. It's been five weeks of talking and talking and talking and getting filmed. And I think the hardest part about getting filmed is having to be camera ready all the time. It's like I have to be camera ready. So everything's got to be done and and up and running. And, you know, I'm used to being in my leggings. So this has been um, quite quite a sobering experience of how different things can be and probably should be, (laughs) but it's the way it is. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with all of this um, once it's all said and done. It's so cool. So welcome to Dream Theme Thursday, and today I'm going to start with an anonymous dream, and it's, hi, Nadia, I have some anonymous dream bits for Thursday. In one, there was a bit of a cuddle muddle and lots of people from my high school. Me and my acquaintance, Andy, went into toilet cubies to change. Everyone had asked us to do things. Andy said, He didn't get the stuff about sex, as a lot of the cool kids had said we should be more concerned with that. I said I don't think it had anything to do with it, but with positivity, which was what everyone else had asked us, and we both found it hard. Then my husband said the fact that I was missing people was already a bit more positive. I went into a shop. Oh, maybe that's another dream. Let me see. I went into a shop with my mom and sister. My mom walked away from me because I'd been too nasty when I needed help with something. I asked my sister and she helped me get ice cream. One, just missing high schoolers, thinking about high school. The older we get, the farther high school becomes. It's kind of an interesting thing because I went to a 30-year reunion and you could have put a gun to my head and I could not remember who some of these people were, not because of anything other than the fact that people change a lot in 30 years. And their personalities might be the same. Some of them I knew from how they were standing, but then we acquire these stands as moms and dads. And it just was very interesting, so intriguing to be there. But there's an element of positivity in that time because those were the people we connected to in that time. 
when we were at home, we'd be like, oh, mom, oh, dad, and our friends meant everything. School meant everything, depending on when you were there. So the fact that your husband was saying that, you know, it's a bit more positive that you're missing people, which is implying that you don't miss people. The fact that you had a friend and you just were like part of what was going on, nothing special, just part of what was going on is just saying that you're including yourself in the group of people you used to know. So you didn't feel like the outcast. You felt like you were there. So think about that one, just not feeling like you're on on the sidelines looking in, but that you're part of the in of the other people. So that's kind of, that is a step, even though it was your husband in your dream, in a direction of not feeling isolated. So that's, that's pretty much where that one is going. The other one is, I went into a shop with my mom and sister. My mom walked away from me because I'd been too nasty when I needed help with something. So I asked my sister and she helped me get ice cream from the landing to the bed. And I was so glad about the kindness, but I asked myself if I wasn't using her too now because she was only young and couldn't see it. Three of the staff members came in with gorgeous dresses on. One of them was a boy who was only doing it because he had to because he worked there. I was filming a vlog for YouTube. Ages later, while editing, I blurred his face out even though I'd asked for permission to film because I thought he might not appreciate being shown to the world wearing a dress as a teenager, as his classmates might call him transgender. I stood in front of my wardrobe and took a gorgeous cropped floral jeans jacket, but I couldn't even find joy in it anymore because I felt so sad inside. Some workers came to us. My mom had left a note but hidden it. They found it, and we were about to follow instructions on it, but I made an excuse for her thinking she'd hidden it for a reason. Then I thought maybe she'd wanted to give it to them and hid it out of insecurity. So I went to ask her. I found her in a cafe with my sister. I wasn't going to have lunch as, as I had a job interview, and she said, have a bite. So I went to the counter. My husband was there who brought me a cake. I don't know which one to pick, but picked one. Then he drove me in his car to where my dad was sitting with some children. He wanted to give them something for Christmas, but we only had Christmas lights in the car. He wasn't allowed to park there, but stopped there anyways because of me. I gave them the lights. There were others, but none of them worked. But we wouldn't give them anything else as we had to leave. Then I was cuddling with my husband. My bags were at my side, and he said, what do you want now, sounding slightly annoyed? I said I wanted to keep the white and brown ones. I'd pare them down already, but still had too many. So I'm going to just go back to with your mom and your sister, and then just go back. There's a lot of assuming in here, a lot of thinking in your head about what's going on around you. And the things that are going on around you are just normal things. But the fact that you feel like you're nasty and then you're using your sister and, you know, you're trying to do things and, you know, your mind is just able in your dreams to keep 
a focus. You jump from one thing to another thing to another thing. And a lot of it is either somebody using you or you using somebody or a thought process that is always doubting. So what I would suggest just from these dreams, because there's just, you know, hidden things, insecurity, not being upfront with how you feel, doing things, assuming people are thinking something else and responding to that. So as you start to hear and and respond to what you're thinking you hear in your head, you create a lot of assumptions and a lot of feelings around those assumptions. And in your dreams, it, it gets to where sometimes we dream and we, we solve things. We, we feel fulfilled through our dreams. We start solving things and we go into a place that feels quite um, like it's satisfied that it went through all of the, um, this is such an interesting thing, all of the parts to actually answer the things you want to answer in your life, in your daily life. What your dreams are giving you is a state of mind, a reflection of a state of mind. And that state of mind is confusion and assumption and a lot of insecurity about who you are. And so you're kind of playing it out in every scene. Like, well, maybe this, but I did that. And the things you're choosing to do are usually just not clear. And so just based, and now there were, I think, three dreams in here, as far as it sounds, is that, you know, start to really speak, if you can, to yourself in greater greater clarity. There's a lot of times when we talk to ourselves and we're not clear, all day long, it's a whole big story about, um, it's such an interesting one. This, it's, I want to try to put my finger on it. A whole big story about a bunch of details that actually don't matter, but then they become the details of the dream. So what I would probably put out for you is when you think, just you're thinking, you're by yourself, you're walking around, you're thinking, keep a focus, just a focus on what you're thinking about. Like, well, why am I thinking this? That will affect my life and give me a sense of guidance or like I know what I'm doing. Because there's another, another dream here, um, same person. So I just want to walk you through what, what you're, where you're coming. I also dreamed we were on a ship that stuck out of the water vertically. My husband told me not to get stressed out all the time, even though we were hanging from the metal mast high above the sea. I thought, how could I ever be able to swim us back to shore if we both dropped? not even knowing the direction. And then you go into, then we were at the market and he told me to do things on my own from now on. So starting to see, it's a lot of dreams. And I thank you so much for sending them in because hopefully we can work to the bottom. Because one, 
you take way too much of your energy and your time thinking for other people. Whether they're telling you or not what's going on, that doesn't matter. You're already thinking for them and for you. So you're doing double duty. You really only need to focus on yourself. What other people do in response to you would be how you grow. But if you're thinking for them and for you, you're making a lot of assumptions that aren't true, first of all. And two, you're reacting to those assumptions and they're not true. So it starts to feel troubling to the people around you because what happens is you're doing their thinking. You're assuming you know what they're thinking and you're responding to it and it feels like it's just too much. Thinking about other people, say, why am I thinking about them and not about myself? Why am I thinking about what they're thinking and then responding instead of what I need to do? So focus on yourself and what you are doing. Really try that. It sounds like it's easy to do, but if you're not used to doing it and you're all over the place in your mind, it's hard to focus on one thing. So focus just on your thought. Is this thought for me? Why am I thinking for someone else? If I'm thinking for someone else, I throw that out. And then throw it out. Don't keep it. Because it gets very, very tiring to do so. And then you get confused and then you get impatient. And it's like, it's just overload, information overload time and time again. And then the other part is the focus. Is this helping me stay focused? Is this, you know, troubling to me? It's really, it's an interesting thing because I know, I know many people who think for other people. And people do it for me. Well, I know you're doing this because, and I'm like, well, no, that's not why I'm doing that. And sometimes I kind of feel offended. Feel that way because I think, how do you know? And what difference does that make to you, what I'm thinking? I want to be able to think my own thoughts. So when you keep coming at people with what you think they're thinking, it's it's like saying, I know you can't think for yourself and I can see everything and you can't. And then it puts pressure on you to feel like you have to take care of everyone but yourself. But when you think for yourself, you come from a place of power. Because now you, all that energy you were giving to others, you're now giving to your own mind, to your own heart, to your own soul. There's, there's something to be said for focus. And it's not that, you know, all of us get scattered from time to time, but consistently the dreams are with this coming in out of nowhere and that coming in out of nowhere. And normally a dream will be that way, but at the end of it all, it kind of starts to make sense. But this is like, and then this happened and then that happened. And then this person was nasty and all these personality traits that are being brought in. It's, it's a very, you know, when we're children, when we're young children, we only see the, the world through our own lens. We can't see anybody else's lens. Judging us or we start getting in trouble for doing things that aren't okay to our parents, we start becoming aware of other people. And then as we get yet a little older, 
we start combining the two, being aware of other people and being aware of ourselves. And we find a balance in there of being able to take care of ourselves and then finding the people we get along with. So now here, these dreams keep showing up and showing up and showing up time and time again, where there's a complete imbalance of overlooking at other people and wondering what they're thinking about you and then responding. There's a stage after that, and that is that what other people think about you is secondary because you become more sure about what you're thinking about you. It's just natural stages of growth. So what I'm saying is reel your in and give yourself the opportunity, the opportunity to take care of yourself and let whoever is in, in like consistency with who you are be the people that you draw to you instead of you trying to draw yourself to people and getting them to like you or understand you or call you nasty or call you a name or decide that you're positive or negative, that should be your decision. That should be who you are at this point in time because your life will fall into place better when you are paying attention to yourself alone. It's like you cannot give what you don't have. So if you don't have the skill or the attention or the focus to pay attention to yourself and develop yourself along the way in life, you are going to draw anything to you and anyone. And you'll have all these random events like the way your dreams are reflecting. And I I, I know it's, anonymous dream but I I, this person writes to me a lot and I think it a lot I think about how all of these dreams are just like here and there and I'm coming back and it always ends up with you feeling negative about yourself things wrong or somebody else is implying that something's wrong having a part of ourselves, and what a great forum to talk about it. But having that knowledge of ourselves, like, hey, I really like that. No, I don't like that. Just even a statement like that will help zero your energy in a, in a way that brings to you things that are more consistent with who you are. Because a lot of people walk around, and and I always say this because I still can't believe how prevalent it is, say, who am I? What is my purpose? Why am I here? And if we have to ask other people that, all that means, not like we're good or bad. It just means we haven't asked ourselves that question and really wanted an answer. Because we can answer that question, but sometimes we're scared of the answer because now we have to focus. Now we're responsible for who we are. Now we want to push that agenda in our lives. And with knowledge comes power, and with power comes responsibility. So people want the power of knowing, but when the responsibility part kicks in, they're like, oh, wait a minute, that's going to take a lot to do. 
and our dreams try to guide us. They take all those thoughts and everything we're doing, and they come out in the most obscure dreams ever. But if you start to tell somebody your dream, let's say we didn't have Dream Theme Thursday, and you start to tell somebody your dream, as you're telling that dream to someone, it actually starts to make sense to you. Try it. Just talk the dream out loud, even if it's to yourself. It's, it's pretty funny how much you will get from it. Time I did the Dream Theme Thursdays before they were even called Dream Theme Thursdays, and Eliana was like, you know, you should do this every week, and here we are. But the more I read, the faster I can see inside. And this, these dreams, when I read them, I thought, oh, we really have to address, really have to address paying attention to how we think. Because thoughts are things. When I first started, like right in the very beginning, before Facebook, because I've been doing this for like 17 years, but before Facebook, I did an email that I would send out every Monday. I grew into I Dig Your Soul. And I think after I Dig Your Soul, Facebook arrived. But our thoughts, our thoughts, what we think, really pay attention to it. Not like where you're hyper-focused, but really say, why did I just think that? Because out of all the things in this entire world you could be thinking, why are you focused on what you are thinking? That's the biggie. Paying attention to who you are is truly the only job you have while you are on earth. It is the only job you have. Since February, since February, four people I know, yesterday morning, I got news. The end of March, I got news. The end of February, I got news. And then we had a family member of someone I know. And I kept thinking to myself, oh, I'm sorry, five, one didn't pass yet. But what's happening is a lot of the people are younger and they're leaving faster. See them, sit with them, because they start saying things like that life review. They go over their life. They start knowing who they love, who they don't. They start talking a truth that you may or may not have heard before from them. But if you're ever going to be focused, it happens before we leave for sure. And what I'm trying to put down today is going back to that fork in the road, starting my life today. Because we think of today as a continuation of yesterday instead of a beginning of tomorrow. Really, really think about that. We think of today as a continuation of yesterday rather than today being a start for tomorrow. 
And our dreams are like these compasses. They're the weirdest compass of them all, but they're the most effective of them all. Because our dream base is where we connect to home, is where we connect to home. So that's why everything is possible. So if you feel like your dreams are bothering you or you can't figure out what it's trying to get to or it's all over the place, it's probably a pretty darn good reflection of where you, you're at. Sometimes even, I know like when I'm really, really troubled, it, I'll keep waking up, but I'll start remembering the dreams, which is probably why we keep waking up. But there's times where I don't remember anything. And I know we still dream, but like nothing. I go to sleep, I wake up, I'm like, oh, I haven't dreamed in a while. And it's because the clues aren't presenting themselves yet, and you have to kind of figure that out. And as you start in that place where you're figuring things out, your dreams start becoming more conclusionary, like it takes you to the end of it. You can see past. And this person's dreams are all situational and in the moment not here nor there in terms of conclusions or direction. And that's why I keep saying, stay focused. It's telling you that you're over here and over there and everything depends on your mom or your husband or your sister or the people out there. None of it is you. Other than the fact that your intentions probably aren't that clear to you or that good for them. And you know it, but you're not sharing it. And you think they don't know it, but they actually do. So, That question about what are my intentions, what am I focused on here, why do other people's behavior in my determining what their behavior is so important to me, entire lifetime and situations like that, and then wonder why you're just walking in place. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating to not grow. Those are the things that I feel like you need to really pull out of yourself and not give all that stuff that much weight. And I want to thank you and, like, commend you for the details that you were sharing to you to hear someone else actually read your dream. Because what I want to suggest to you is go back and listen to this show Listen to me reading your dreams and then ask yourself, do I feel like that's me? Do I feel that represents me in any way? Ask yourself, how does it feel to hear someone else read my dream? What is that telling me about me? When I like went through and saw how long it was. I just wanted to focus on that because we're getting dreams all the time. And listen to what it sounds like because one of the things that I tell people and I love telling people is record yourself. Even, you know, you don't have to go out on a walk to do it like I do, but just sit somewhere and record yourself and then listen back to it. And you don't have to have a reason to start talking about your day. And when you go back and hear it, now you're hearing a person tell a story and you become more objective. And ask yourself, what if someone came to you with that story? Hear that. 
What do you think about that person? What would you tell that person? So that you build a sense of objectivity and not take it personally that you may or may not like what you hear. Really pay attention to who you are. It's your only job. Everything else is to serve that job. You guys, I will see you tomorrow on Questions Friday. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.